Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host, Matthew, and this is talking about Manchester United's 5-1 win at home in the Premier League on the opening day. Very, very good start to the season, very good start indeed. Um, Now, I don't sound overly happy, do I? Um, I'm very happy with the, with the results. I'm sort of happy with the performance in some ways. But there's a, there's a couple of things that are really, really bothering me about uh, a few things I saw today within this game. And I'll get a bit more in-depth with it um, soon. But players just being played out of position. Uh, it's it's something that's really, really bothering me with, with this team selection. Uh, both before and after the substitutions happened. Uh, I'll talk about that. In a minute, because uh, I th- I think it could uh, hurt us a little bit later on. But look, five one, five very very good goals, and um, one goal that was a bit annoying to concede. I'll talk about that goal later as well. Um, but yeah, good start to the season. We are of course at the moment top of the league because there's only been two games that have been played. Uh, I think Manchester City play tomorrow, so we'll see how they get on. And of course, Liverpool have got Norwich later, so we'll see how all that goes. For for the first couple of weeks of the season, it's going to just be on goal difference, really, isn't it? So there you go. Um, But yes, Bruno with the first goal, of course, um, sort of went through the keeper's legs a bit. That was a very, very good start to the game. Uh, I'm just going to do a recap of the goals, and then I'll talk about the other things I was going to mention in a minute. Um, Then, of course, uh, is Ailing. Um, got their equaliser. Uh, Maguire should have blocked it. Um, and look, there's something to be said about okay, long long range sort of screamer type shots, which that basically was. How do you stop them? Because okay, a player can pull off like a worldy sort of shot, and you know, there's not always a lot that your goalkeeper can do about that, and I accept that. But you've got to look at, okay, how do you, you know, every single goal in football is preventable. Every single one from a defensive standpoint. You've either got to block the shot, tackle the player, close them down, um, make them change change their mind, like make him pass the ball instead of a shoot. Or, you know, every single goal in football is preventable. And uh, that one was preventable. And yes, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things today, of course, because, you know, we scored uh, four other goals afterwards. But, um, yeah, it's just things like that. And I just notice a lot with Maguire and Lindelof that they don't tend to block shots that often. Um, but I'm not going to moan about it too much today. I'll I'll see how those... There's a few things I want to sort of pin throughout the season and see kind of how they go. Block shots is one of them because we don't tend to do that very much. And positioning, not, not, not player positions, where Ollie decides to put them on the pitch is what I'm talking about. And I want to uh, focus on a few of those things. Corners we're still struggling on a little bit, but we didn't really concede from we didn't concede from a corner today. So not too much, not too much to worry about from today's game is uh, the point I'm trying to make. Um, then Mason Greenwood, um, of course, uh, four assists today from Pogba. Uh, sorry, was it three assists? Three assists from um, Pogba. One was from. Uh, one was from Lindelof, which was the third goal. But yes, the second goal that we scored, Mason Greenwood running down kind of the left-hand side-ish. Uh, really, really fantastic goal. That's what you want to see Mason Greenwood doing. I thought in the first half he struggled to get into the game a bit. And, you know, it's the start of a new season. Your first sort of half or whatever, or your first game, 
it, it, it's a it's a bit of an adjustment period for certain players, isn't it? I think. Um, and I was very very happy to see him at, him at uh, number nine, and uh, to be playing up front. And look, with Greenwood and with chances like that, you just got to get him in the ball in those sort of situations. Uh, obviously, he's very good at build up play as well. But with that goal, you know, Pogba passing the ball and everything was great. Uh, it's just a pass straight through the middle, pretty much, and he uh, made a really good run. And Greenwood finished off the goal as well. Something which I want to pin now and then talk about it when I talk about player positions. Is, um, okay, Pogba was started on the left today. Three of his assists came from passes from the middle. One of them was a pass from the left-hand side. Just just remember that when I, when I talk about something in a minute. Um, then you got the second goal, which is of course um, what one was the second one? Because Bruno scored two goals. Um, that was the one. There was two goals that he scored that were kind of similar. One was the Lind- one was the third goal, which was the Lindelof one, where he passed it sort of down the right hand side, and Bruno just sort of took one shot, and that was it. Um, the second goal, the second goal. Uh, but it was a pass from Pogba anyway, and, and a, another good finish from uh, from Bruno. Sometimes that's a problem when you have like four or five goals in a game. You kind of struggle to remember some of them a little bit. Uh, but another good goal from uh, from Bruno, so that made it three one. Really good stuff from there. And it's interesting to note as well with with a lot of these goals, it's from us moving the ball quickly and passing the ball quickly, not from this like crab football side to side. Um, backwards passing we don't really score goals from from doing that that's just sort of when we're struggling in possession um and then yeah yeah then then you got the third goal with i guess Lindelof doing one of the things that he's good at doing which is um sorry the fourth goal wait first one was Pogba through to Bruno there was a couple of passes then it was Pogba passing it through to Greenwood then the third goal uh, which was the one I can't quite remember, the one with Pogba's pass through to Bruno. Then you've got the fourth one, uh, which is the one I just mentioned, the Lindelof crazy pass, one of the things he's good at, uh, through to Bruno. Very, very good finish. There was a bit. That was the one that was there. There was a debate about offside, wasn't there? And they weren't sure about. Um, oh yeah, the the other yeah the other Bru- Bruno scored so many goals I can't remember them all. The other Bruno one I'm sure was the um, the one where it got cleared off the almost cleared off the line, didn't it? That was the that was that goal, wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, that was the one before the <laughs> Bruno uh, Lindelof assist one. So um, yeah, I didn't think at first it was over line over the line with with that goal, but uh, again another really good goal. And again, just goals from us from I mean look, it's Leeds. And Leeds tend to play a bit more openly. So you're going to get some of those types of goals. But we've got to find ways to make those goals happen in uh, in other games as well. Uh, and then, yeah, the Lindelof pass to Bruno. Really, really good finish with that. That was the offside possible one, wasn't it? Uh, which was another good goal as well. Uh, and then Fred scored. Fred, of all people. Quite a good finish, actually. Um like strange for you think of the type of player Fred is and you don't think of him really scoring goal poaching sort of goals in a way I mean it's kind of a goal poaching sort of goal um but yeah then he scored that one as well of course so very very good goals today uh just about remember the ball <laughs> but um but yeah good stuff I I feel I feel slight bit rusty you know I haven't done a United cast uh, like analysis sort of thing uh since what the Europa League game when was that June May Ish. Uh, so I'm um, uh, I'm a slight bit rusty, I suppose. 
Um, so are some of these players a little bit in a way. It's gonna it's gonna take a bit of an adjustment period for everybody probably. So uh, just just be patient with me with all that. Uh, so very good goals. Um, and again, it's Leeds. You kind of expect that a little bit with some of those more open type of goals. Um, and we'll see uh, how that carries on. I think we've got Southampton next Sunday, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, all right, let me get my moaning out of the way. I'm not happy with how this team was laid out and how even after it was changed um the positioning so basically, right so you got your obviously you got your your normal back five De Gea then all the defenders and everything fine Fred McTominay okay you could have put a Matic or a Van der Beek in there maybe and then this is where I've st- the, the the wingers is what I've got the starting problem with Dan James please stop playing Dan James on the right Ollie um, he looks awkward when he's playing on the right, and I noticed a lot of times in this game actually where James was just kind of drifting to the left hand side, and I also noticed Pogba drifting towards the middle. Doesn't that just kind of tell you like, uh, like I get that Dan James is a winger, but there's certain sides that players are more comfortable on. Um. And like, you know, Rashford doesn't work on the left. Pogba, you shouldn't be playing him on the wing. Uh, I think what you should have done is taken off maybe Fred or McTominay. Put Pogba there. Put James on the left. And then put San- start Sancho and put him on the right. Uh, yeah, we got kind of an issue of like, who do you put in the midfield pivot? of Like a holding midfielder. Can Fred actually do it? Matic is the only one who can kind of do it. Uh, maybe you should have started off with Matic and like Van der Beek or Matic, Matic and Pogba, maybe. Um, but McTominay had a pretty decent game. So, but then you won't know if he's going to have a decent game uh, when you go to pick the team. So it's it's one of them one of them things. But um, both James on the right and Pogba on the left just looks so uncomfortable. At least from like how I saw the, how I watched them play today. Obviously, and this thing, you're not going to move Bruno out of the 10 slot, are you? Like, you're not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just funny when I noticed, oh, Pogba's played the ball through. Oh, we scored. Cool. And all that. And then, oh, Pogba's pass came from the middle. And then the middle again. And then the middle again. Um, and, you know, one of the passes was sort of from the, the left-hand side a little bit. But Pogba, you know, when you're playing wingers, Pogba's not going to be somebody who's charging down the right or the left-hand side and whipping in a cross the same way that James or Rashford or Sancho would, is he? Like, that's just not... Like, Pogba's the one who's going to thread that ball through the middle of the pitch, like we saw with the two Bruno goals. Um, so it's just... I, I, I don't know. And then he made his he made his subs. Uh, what did he do again? He brought off, um, in the end, McTominay, James and Pogba all came off. Uh, Martial, Matic and Sancho came on. And I noticed immediately he put Martial up front, Greenwood on the right and Sancho on the left. So for Sancho's first ever appearance for Manchester United, he's already being played out of position. And look, you might say to me, you know, stop moaning, we won 5-1. These are just things that just don't quite work. And Sancho didn't really look all that comfortable on the left because he should have been playing on the right. Uh, It's just like... Like straight away, you make those substitutions, and it's an easy swap around. Like you put Marshall on the left, Greenwood up front, Sancho on the right. Like to to me, those are their players' more natural positions. Um, and then you'd probably have uh, was it Matic, Fred, 
and obviously Bruno as your midfield three. Um, and I'm not pretending that I know what's better for the team than more than Oli does. Obviously, I'm not at the training sessions. I don't see what's going on. But I'm just I'm just looking at who's in what natural position and who's being played out of position and how uncomfortable they look when when they're there. Um, and it's just, it's something that really really bothered me today, and I can't sort of let it go, I suppose. So very good result today. Anyway, I'll do the player ratings and stuff in a minute. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good start. It's a good start to the season for results. But I'm just have to you know I have to analyze everything and i'm talking about okay good goal really good goal scored today we played against Leeds, so you're gonna see a bit more of that players playing out of position and how that kind of affected our football that's just that's just what i'm looking at so anyway uh let's take a quick little break there we'll do some housekeeping let you know what else we've been up to and then we'll do some player ratings see for all that in a minute Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, the other side of football things in terms of scripted TV shows. Uh, Ted Lasso is still continuing for Season 2. Season 2 Episode 4 was this week. It was a bit of a Christmas episode, which was a bit odd considering it was August. But then, you know, COVID, delays, etc, etc. These things can happen. Uh, But Season 2 Episode 4 we're currently up to. I think we've got about 8 episodes left for this current season of Ted Lasso. Uh, Went and saw Jungle Cruise, the Disney film, not on the premium access. I went to the cinema to see it. Uh, Very good, good fun, really enjoyed it. Really, really good cast. Uh, Five really, really good cast members and all that sort of thing. Of course, Emily Blunt and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson being the two sort of standouts. Really good film, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it and I gave it a don't skip rating. And that's a spoiler-free review because... 
you don't really when you're talking about jungle cruise you don't really like dive into spoilers the you, you, you're not really you're not really there for the story you're there for the fun and the characters and the actors you're not there to analyze the plot so if you want to do that you, you can but that's uh yeah how i reviewed that film anyway monsters at work is still continuing that's obviously on disney plus as well uh season one episode seven there's only three episodes left for the season so that's currently that so far uh gaming talk last week i uh, talked more about the activision blizzard stuff for part three uh some just more stuff involved with all this messy lawsuit stuff and just everything else like that uh crash bandicoot posted some teaser images and weird sort of not cryptic messages but strange messages on the twitter profile so we talked about what that could mean considering that gamescon is coming up and crash bandicoot's 25th anniversary is coming up as well so we talked about that and we also talked about two cancelled games one's a power rangers game and one is a superman game and i also talked about my updated thoughts and feelings on cyberpunk 2077 uh, i did a sort of versus thing for uh, comparing two films uh, 2016 suicide squad and the 2021 version of the suicide squad uh, and just talking about which one i think is better and why and also some dc talk with that uh, did a dc eu film rankings podcast after watching the suicide squad so of course including that in the new list of the rankings and everything uh, so you can see which dc which dc eu films i do and don't like uh, just based on where where I rank them, United Cast preview still very much worth listening to. You know, just uh, talking about the upcoming season, the signings, and everything else like that. Of course, we didn't see Varane today. Well, we did actually, didn't we? He was revealed on the pitch, uh, number nineteen, but we didn't see him on the pitch today because we're too slow to get deals done, and we couldn't get it done in time. But anyway, uh, talking about the upcoming preview for the season, uh, there's only been one game so far, so you can still go and listen to that as well. And that is, uh, I also did review The Suicide Squad, the actual film itself, so you can check that out if you want my actual review of the film. But that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org, and you can find us as well on podcast platforms. Uh, let me just make my screen a bit brighter so I can actually see it. Uh, David Heyer, um didn't do much wrong today. Uh, average six, pretty much. Uh, didn't did, didn't have much to do anyway. I mean, there was the goal, of course, but there wasn't much he could do about that. I would put that on Maguire, just because. Like, like when I when I look at goals like that, and you think, okay, somebody's got got to close him down, or tackle him, or block the shot, or just get in the way of it, right? You got to look at okay, who was the closest to him? And in my eyes, Maguire Maguire does try to block it actually. But he doesn't successfully do it. So you got to look at, okay, who's tried to block it? If nobody has tried to block it, like if nobody's actually tried to put their body in the way, who's the closest to where, you know, the trajectory of the ball? And it was Maguire. So that goal was kind of on Maguire. Again, doesn't massively matter in the grand scheme of things, but could be a problem, could be a problem later on. Uh, Wampasaka, I thought he struggled a bit again today. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's noticed, like, the way he balances when he's on the ball and stuff, just um, I don't know, like, like the start, his style of sort of controlling the ball, I must feel is a bit strange. Uh, I notice he sort of stumbles a bit as well. I notice a lot of our team teams stumbled about today. He just think like, why can't you just stay on your feet a little bit more? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, I'm gonna give him. I'll give him an average six as well. Uh, in fact, I'm going to give all the back four an average six. Uh, Maguire, I should technically give a 5-2 because of the mistake for the goal. So, I guess I'll do that. Give him uh, his kit number for his rating. Uh, Luke Shaw didn't really do 
massive amounts. Um, actually, you know what? Just because he got an assist, and if we're talking about mistakes and things they did right, Lindelof did give him a, an assist to uh, Bruno, so I guess I'll give him a seven just because he did contribute towards one of the goals, <clears throat> and he didn't really make many mistakes today. So I'll give him a seven. Whether or not he plays next game, because Varane's here now, I have no idea, but we shall see. Um, McTominay, I'm going to give him a 9, 8.59-ish, 9. Uh, I thought it was really good, actually, today. I would like to see, with McTominay, because uh, a lot of people said, oh, uh, they're called McFred, they're sort of their, their nickname, isn't it, or whatever. Um, I would like to see McTominay next to a proper CDM, because as much as I like Fred, and he didn't do that well today, apart from the goal, um, I just don't think they work together. Sometimes you've got to take a look at... I, I've talked a lot in the past about pairs in, in, in teams. You've got your two centre-backs, you've got your two midfielders, and then you've got your two sets of uh, full-backs and wingers. So obviously you've got people like Wan-Bissaka and James in this situation, Shaw and Pogba. You know, the two players that are on the left side, two that are on the right side, that are going to be overlapping and passing and all that sort of stuff. You've got to make sure... Okay, even if your individual players are good... You've got to make sure that they work as pairs as well. And obviously as, as a team. And I just don't know if McTominay and Fred make that good pair. You could put... you could put, Sorry, you could put... If I can speak properly. You could put Fred next to a different midfielder to McTominay. And Fred might have a better game. Because he's got somebody different next to him to pass to and to partner off with. Same thing with McTominay. I would like to see McTominay next to... Maybe you could have played McTominay and Matic in this game or something. But then Pogba had a really good game. So it's it's a case of who do you put in midfield. Uh, who knows? You could have like Van der Beek and, um, and Fred. Or sorry, Van der Beek and, uh, and Fred. That might make a better partnership. But anyway, uh, McTominay, I'm going to give him a 9. I thought he was very, very good. Um, and he did get forward a lot more. That's something I do mention a lot as well in, in terms of how this 4 2 3 one's supposed to work. At least in my eyes. If Fred's going to be more of the holder player, holding player, McTominay's got to be more of the box-to-box, which means moving from box-to-box, our box to their box. And he did do that a bit more today. So I I was actually kind of delightfully surprised to see that because that that just didn't happen as much next season. uh, Sorry, last season. Uh, So anyway, uh, 9 for McTominay. Fred, I'm going to give him a 5. I I do think he was our worst player, uh, which I know he scored, but... uh, Okay. Um, But... Yeah, he did score. Um, I guess I'll give him a five then, considering he did actually score. Um, I I know I know it's something weird with the way that Fred controls the ball today, and it's probably something I've seen before, but I've taken more notice of today. His first touch on the ball seems to almost be like a tackle, and like sometimes it doesn't make sense and it doesn't look right, like the way he sort of does it. And the problem with doing that is if you're trying to like do a tackle for your first touch and then you lose the ball and then the ball goes toward the opposition, you sort of you know, your first two touches are two tackles. Like it's it's quite strange. He did it quite a lot of times today as well, I noticed. Um but I'm gonna give him a five. He wasn't very good today and uh maybe you should just should have just played somebody else. I don't know. Dan James, um boy, if it, I just a lot, Dan James I saw getting a lot of criticism online today. I just think, just please play him on the left, Ollie. He's a left winger, not a right winger. Which really, I I got to get into this. Which really, really baffles me. When I hear the the opinion of, oh, we have Sancho, we can sell James now. They don't even play in the same position. 
They're not meant to anyway. Sancho is a right winger and Dan James is a left winger. They don't even play on the same side of the pitch. That's like saying we've got Varane, we can sell Pogba or something. Like, just no, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And I saw somebody online was like, "Hey, bring on Van der Beek for James." And it's like, what are you going to play Van der Beek on the right wing? Like, what? What? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand that. I just, I just don't understand. There's been a lot of people over the last couple of months like, "Hey, if we if we buy Sancho, we can just get rid of James." So like, okay, well you'll then be selling a left winger and buying in a right winger. It's like that just doesn't it doesn't work like that. Um I just I do not understand that. I do not understand that. But it's I, I, I think Ollie fell into the trap today of McTominay and Fred, gotta play him. Pogba, gotta put him in. Okay, skew him in on the left side. I wanna play James. Alright, he's gotta fit in on the right then, if if that's the case. Because I ain't moving Bruno out of ten. Neither of those are playing up front. Uh, Greenwood's gonna play up front, and that's that. Um, so yeah, it's it's just annoying. It's really really annoying. Um, I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It annoys me. But anyway, I'm gonna give James a. Um, I'm gonna give him like an like a seven or something. I thought it was it was decent today, but I just I don't know if some of you know. Let me know if you noticed the same thing that I did. Pogba was drifting into the middle, and James was continuously drifting off to the left. Um, and I almost like when when James got the ball a lot of time today, he tried to sort of drift into the middle because he wants to sort of be. I don't know. Again, it just it, anyway anyway. Um, but uh, there's that. Bruno ten man of the match. Quite easy there. Uh, three very very good goals. A uh, really good just overall performance from him. I think he was our best player today. Easy ten for me. Uh, there's not too much to say about that. He was played in the right position. Br- Bruno's out of all of our strikers and midfielders. Bruno's like almost the only one that's actually properly played in the right position because you ain't you're not gonna move Bruno out of the ten, are you? Like you're not gonna play him up front or on the wing or in like the pivot or something. You're just not gonna do that. So. Um, yeah, but uh, hey, see how well it works when players are played in the right position. But Bruno, 10, three goals, a nice hat-trick to start off the season. And, of course, he's the top scorer now, isn't he? So, Pogba, uh, I'm going to give him a nine. He did look a bit awkward at certain points. Um, but uh, a couple of really good assists, really good contributions to the team. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to say on Pogba. Greenwood, I'm going to give him an eight. I thought he was very, very good. Um didn't quite get hold of the ball at certain points like he maybe should have, but scored a very, very good goal today. Really, really happy with that. And you just got to create more chances like that for him. How do you do that? You put Pogba in the midfield. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because if you look at... Because he did assist Greenwood's goal, didn't he? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> hey, who knows? You put Pogba in the midfield pivot. Maybe he makes more passes like that to Greenwood. And maybe we get more goals out of it. It's just what I think makes sense. So good, uh, good job from everybody today, pretty much. Apart from maybe like Fred and Maguire with the with a few things here and there. Um, Martial, Matic, and Sancho. Uh, they came on. They did a couple of things. I don't know that I can really rate them very much. Um, they came on a bit too late. Again, just a little bit too late. Not sort of like eighty-eight minutes like usual. Uh, what time were the subs actually? I can look at that, can't I? Um, let me see. 69 minutes for Matic. That's fine. Uh, you don't really want to be doing it anytime after 70 minutes. In 75 minutes, Sancho and Martial on for Pogba and James. Um, 
I, I don't know that I can really give them much of a rating. Good to see Sancho. He did a couple of bits and pieces. I almost sort of felt like... Because we were 5-1 up by that point, weren't we? That like Leeds and Man United had both just sort of stopped playing a little bit. Like nobody was once it got to five one and it was like the seventy fifth minute, everyone sort of stopped playing a little bit, you know. Um, but anyway, this is fine. So we'll see how see how all that goes for Southampton, and I will continue to dissect and analyze. Okay, you know, is Pogba on the wing? Is James on the right hand side? Who's in the midfield pivot? All that kind of stuff because it's it's important. It's really it's really really important for team balance as well. But one thing I'm also really curious about, now that Sancho sort of settled in, Varane is here, are those two players going to be starting, uh, I think it's Sunday next week, uh, so eight days, which is quite a long time, because uh, there's no midweek game. Are Varane and Sancho going to be starting next week's game? And what I'm curious about as well, McTominay and Fred do play to protect the back four, uh, and to protect the slow pace, the slow combined place, p- pace, sorry, of Lindelof and Maguire. So when you take out... Because arguably you would say what? De Gea, Wambasaka, Varane, Maguire, sure. That's probably our defence, right? When you take out Lindelof and you put Varane in. That's not a dig at Lindelof. I'm just saying that's what would happen. Do you then change that midfield pivot? Because then you'd have the quicker pace of Varane to cover. Instead of putting two players to do the same job with McFred. Um... I'm curious to see how that changes, and if you do start to see a bit more of a sort of Pogba or Matic or Van der Beek in the pivot instead of Fred and McTominay, well, we'll see. But that, that's one of the interesting thing to uh, to keep an eye on um, in in the coming games as well. Bit, well, like you know, Sancho's here, Varane's all settled. They're going to be training obviously over the next week. No midweek game. Uh, they're both going to be very much available um, for next week's game. So I'm curious to see how Ollie manages that uh, so we'll see how that goes but anyway uh, that's my thoughts on today's game pretty good performance in certain spots arguably more in the second half than the first half um, good goals uh, just some positional stuff I have I have problems with but let me know what you thought do you think I'm overreacting do you think I'm not do you think you, you can you see what I'm trying to take a look at with that um, so let me know uh, what you think. Matthew and Matthew at Entertainment Talk the dog Twitter e Talk UK does contact page and information in your show notes. Let me know what you think. Who do you want to see in different positions and whatnot? Uh, I mean, to me, the starting eleven probably should be what Haya, Wambasaka, Varane, Maguire, Shaw, Pogba, Matic, or Van der Beek and Matic, Sancho, Bruno at the moment, James because Rashford's not there, and then Greenwood or Cavani, depending on. Which of those two is available? I would I would assume if Cavani is available, he's probably starting over Greenwood. Uh, but then that that would still leave you with um, depending on who you pick in the midfield, that would still leave you with uh, maybe people like Diallo on the bench. I know he's injured at the moment. People like Tellez, people like Martial. Uh, again, one one of those other midfielders, whether it's Van der Beek or Pogba or whoever, McTominay and Fred would then both be on the bench. Um, so players like that so we shall see and Greenwood as well if if he would be on the bench in that situation but there we go uh thanks very much for listening you can find all the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games films and manchester united podcast so take a look at all of that uh just want to look at the league table obviously there's only two games played but uh top of the league at the moment uh brentford in second of course because they beat arsenal 2-0 i saw those goals by the way arsenal aren't looking very good Let's just say that they're not looking uh, 
very very good so um yeah i did do a podcast on arsenal by the way it was a little while ago but the situation hasn't really changed just search for arsenal on the website and it's me just talking about their squad and sort of problems and things like that um so it probably still applies to their situation now so take a look at that uh arsenal at the bottom with leads but of course all of it's most of the rest of the league's alphabetical now anyway so there you go uh if you like what you heard today and want to support more of it you can do so by either listening to more podcasts that we've got so you can either check those out on the website entertainmenttalk.org or you can find us on your favorite podcast platform by searching for entertainment talk so take a look at that uh word of mouth social media spread the word let people know about what we're doing tv video games films manchester united we've got a broad range of uh, podcasts not just reviews but discussion topics that sort of thing and rankings lists and a bunch of other stuff so uh let people know about what we do and spread the word around whether it's word of mouth or just social media or whatever you want to do let people know about the website uh if you want a more of a paid option to support us we do have our patreon page if you want to take that option uh one dollar three dollar level tiers for ad free podcast and review options so take a look at that if you'd like to uh, David's still posting TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk. You can get that in weekly podcast format by searching for Geektown on your pod- favourite podcast platform, or you can listen to the, to the podcast on geektown.co.uk. TV and film news, get involved with all that. Bex is streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch, just a bite, just a B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. Uh, very, very good stuff over there with, with her. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for all my different streams, doing a lot of cyberpunk at the moment so uh get involved with all of that and if you miss any of the archive streams there's also there's also some clips of cyberpunk and stuff like that over on youtube it's currently up to date yes it's currently up to date uh youtube entertainment talk plays for all of that so check all that out thanks very much for listening and i'll either see you for the next game on sunday or the next podcast which will definitely be before next week sunday so thanks for listening and i'll see you next time top of the league at the moment there's only 37 games left (laughs) so we'll see take care thanks for listening i'll see you next time goodbye